What are you having to drink tonight, Chris? So I'm going to have me a Wayfinder Relapse IPA. The Wayfinder. Yeah, this is a this is a, a brew from Portland, Oregon. Ooh, Portland's <laughs> an interesting place. Is it? Yeah. I haven't heard much about it. Mm. There's, a lot that, what, there's a lot that happens there. What goes on in Portland? A lot of things. So the other day, you know, I was reminiscing back, as I often do, trying to figure out where I messed up at some point. <laughs> As I do often, trying to figure out where things went wrong. You know, why am I? Why am I the way I am? So one of the things that so I how early remembered. Did you stop? So, <laughs> so, so one of the things that I remembered was my um, very early uh, unhealthy obsession with like horror movies when I was younger. Oh yeah, <laughs> I really liked them. I liked them a lot. I feel like. Man. You're the reason I've witnessed deliverance before. <laughs> <laughs> you have to you have to go through, you know, the, the classics. But anyways, so whew, I feel like I didn't really get into horror movies till maybe maybe mid to late middle school is when maybe our parents kind of yeah. started letting us explore a little bit more <laughs> into what was out there on television and movies that we hadn't already right. tried to sneak around and watch our buddies' houses and the things like that. The darker sides of film. I remember trying to sneak around like our parents be watching some movie mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, you guys you guys can't be in here, you know, it's an adult movie or whatever. Right. But then we would try to like make excuses to go to the kitchen <laughs> and then we would try to like peek in there and see if we can get a glimpse of the movie. What are y'all doing out there? <laughs> Oh, nothing. I'm just getting some water. <laughs> <Don't> look in here. <laughs> no, we did what though. I, re- the I remember guy? the. I he remember the group doing... earlier. Huh? You would ask him, "Hey, hey, r- r- real quick, what happened to the other guy? He was with the group earlier." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyways, as we were as we were kind of allowed, because this was back in the day when people still went to the video store and like bought video, oh, man, rented video cool experience too. Like we lived through that. I know people talk about millennials, you know, and things, right. but we so we lived through that period where I remember mm-hmm. I remember having a blockbuster right <laughs> in yeah. our hometown of Lebanon. I remember that, and it was and, it was pretty popular. Yes, and I remember going there on the you know like, that was what you did every like Friday night. Mm-hmm. You'd go to the video store and you would rent some movies for the weekend. Right, like that was kind of the thing that people did. Mm-hmm. Blockbuster yeah. kind of made it this really cool experience. When you walked in, it felt kind of like a movie theater. I agree. Like they had TVs playing, like yeah. clips and trailers. Mm-hmm. They had um, I remember they had like snacks and things you could buy. Yeah. They had all the segregated like different. You know, genres of movies right. and things. You could go to different aisles. And, of course, as a kid, a young kid, when you couldn't watch scary movies, I remember I would like to go in the aisle and look at the, the videos. Like, look at the, you know, the covers and the backs and try to see all the creepy stuff. Even as a young kid, I, I would go to the horror or scary movies, you know, the aisle had all the horror movies in it, mm-hmm. and I would like to look at the covers, you know, look at the covers of the movie, flip it around, look at the box, you know. Read the descriptions. Oh you remember gosh, this they, looks good. You the know? movies had like yeah. it, it, it was kind of like like how books do it. You Synop- flip the book synopsis over and or read, whatever, yeah, right. Like a brief synopsis that didn't give away the full story. <laughs> right, But right. gave you just enough to get you hooked into it. So anyways, so as I got older and our parents kind of started letting us expand our you know, the movies and things we could watch. Uh, we were able to watch, start watching some scary movies, and I really enjoyed 
that was something I really became interested in, was mm-hmm. watching, like, scary movies, horror movies. And so I wanted to watch all the, you know, originals, the classics, you know, anything, <laughs> anything our parent, you know, our right. dad suggested, I would, you know, I got to watch it or whatever. Yeah. And I remember one of them in particular was the Texas Chainsaw Massacre mm-hmm. films. Well, I mean, there's a few of them, but. I remember watching the original, and then, of course, there were some other films that were made of it. Mm-hmm. But there was this there was this one that stood out in my mind because it had a very, kind of, had a very unusual trailer <laughs> that, went, that went with it. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, it was unusual. So, so there was a film that was made, believe it or not, the year I was born, 1990, called Leatherface, mm-hmm. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. Mm-hmm. So by this point, you'd already had the original movie. What year was this? You had Toby Hooper had made the, like a second film, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two. <laughs> yes, yeah, so is he known for something? Yeah, he's an actor and director. He's made uh, or he's been in films and directed a lot of films as well. Mm-hmm. Toby Hooper, yeah. But anyway, so what's he, he known for? Um, like I know him by he um. I mean, he had directed the directed and acted in the second Texas Chainsaw Massacre film <laughs> that ever came out. I'm pretty sure this, that's true. I, mean, I know he was in it. Cool. I think he had directed it too. Okay. And then, like, um, if you ever seen Waterworld, he's the main yeah. villain. He's the main villain. He's the one who plays the main villain. Blue yeah. Velvet. Blue Velvet. He's the villain in that one. I know exactly who you're talking right. about now. That's, okay. That's Toby Hooper. Oh wow. So, anyways. Um, so, so there had been some films made after the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre that ever came out, which was actually a really low budget film that was made, but it was it was really good. Mm-hmm. Like it, was, it became really popular, became a cult classic. Yeah. So Toby Hooper had made his film, and then they had come out in 1990. They had come out with, I guess, they were tacking this on as the third film of the story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then he also, so Toby Hooper also directed the second film. Mm-hmm which was just called The Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2. <laughs> but then in 1990, they came out with the, the, Texas, Chainsaw, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre Leatherface. The film was called Leatherface, mm-hmm. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. But it was not directed by Toby Hooper. It was actually directed by um, Jeff Burr, was the director for that film. But anyways, what's interesting about it is, well, a little interesting fact about it is, Viggo Morgensen actually plays in this film. A young Viggo Morgensen. Yeah. He actually plays like one of the crazy, you know, psycho family members. Right, right. So, anyways, which but you, what... But which, wh- which, if anybody is familiar, Viggo Mortensen is is the uh, the actor who plays the, the king in Lord of the Rings. Aragorn. So, anyways, but this particular film stood out to me because of its rather unusual trailer that it had for it at the time. Mm-hmm. So, to kind of describe the way the trailer was, <laughs> so it begins, and it's like this this kind of soft fantasy music's playing. Yeah. Do, 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 do. And the camera's just painting across like this. <laughs> it is. So, the camera's like painting across this, you know, beautiful lake, and there's these trees. And then all kind of it kind of pans <laughs> over to this this man. I mean, it's like this person staring out into the lake or whatever. <laughs> but you don't see their face. They're just you're just looking from behind them. You're just seeing their back, and they have long hair, and they're just right. standing there looking out across the lake. And you hear this voiceover come on. You know, like this kind of wizard sounding voiceover, like <laughs> some stories are told and soon forgotten. <laughs> 
but legends. It's ancient scripture. Never die. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, out of the lake, like like if you've ever heard, I, I think maybe it's Excalibur, the one where the lady in the water like throws the sword out of the little lake. Oh, I don't you've know. Heard, you've heard the tale. Is it Wasn't Excalibur the sword that was in the stone? Hold on. That King Arthur was able to pull it out of the stone? It was a sword of great power. Excalibur. If anybody's familiar with the story of Excalibur, there's mm. a there's a part where they talk about the Lady of the Lake. Mm. And if you've ever seen it depicted in like images or or TV shows or something, they'll usually have like these scenes of like this this sword emerging from the water and this oh, lady yeah. th- lady's hand throwing it out into the air, you know, to be reclaimed or whatever. <laughs> so anyway, so you're watching this trailer. And it's, you know, there's this person staring out across the lake, and you hear, you know, legends live forever. And then all of a sudden, out of the water, <laughs> this fucking chainsaw just comes out of the water. just Silver clad. And there's this, like, lady's hand just throws it up into the air, and you just see the chainsaw, like, flipping in the air. And all of a sudden, this hand reaches up and grabs it. Lightning strikes the chainsaw and it starts up, <laughs> and the person turns around his fucking Leatherface, and he just zooms in on him and just frees up his oh. Leatherface. The Texas Chainsaw <laughs> Massacre Three from the what people from the people who made a nightmare on Elm Street <laughs> comes the real terror this summer. And I was like, "Whoa!" It's I was incredible. like, "I'm trying to think, people." At that time, watching it in a the movie theater, had no idea they were getting ready to see a trailer <laughs> for the newest Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and that's what was great about it. Is it was kind of it Would was kind of weird and comedic. Did it have that deep of a following after the first one? Oh, I, like, I, I don't. I don't one? know that this one's highly revered or not. <laughs> and then, I don't. I don't know that it's considered. To you, it is a, right. A high, qu- <laughs> you know. I mean, it, I, from what I remember of school. it, from what I remember of it, it was actually not too bad. I mean, for a, you know, for a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, I don't know how much more you can get detailed you have with a it. It's a bunch said, of huh? crazy hillbillies running around trying to eat people, basically, and <laughs> right. <laughs> their faces is nonverbal, right. you know, skin wearing person, but. The point is, is the trailer was just fantastic. I thought, and you and you were immediately drawn to it. I was like, and I and I had to watch it, and I did. I was like, as a kid, I said, oh, I've got to watch that one now. Was it already out by this time? Oh yeah, this yeah. is several years. I mean, I was born <laughs> in nineteen ninety, so obviously by middle school, I mean several years later. Live up to the hype. I just remember. I can't even remember where I saw it at. Yeah, it was probably on one of the other ones, right? Mm-hmm. Advertising the next one. Yeah. So interesting when we're talking about Viggo Mortensen playing in the third Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. So a history of there, there was a there was a film that was actually released later, nineteen ninety five. Mm-hmm. They came out with another Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Very bizarre, by the way. If you ever watch this <laughs> one, it actually goes into like the Illuminati and shit, like really? weird stuff. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. But it was called the Texas Chainsaw Massacre: The Next Generation. And it was one of the first movies that Matthew McConaughey starred in. And he's part, he, similar to Viggo Morgenson's character in the third film. Uh-huh. He's playing one of the crazy people. And I have to admit, as weird and as bizarre as the whole film is, when I watch it, his performance in particular is actually one of the best ones. <laughs> 
Like, he pulls off this crazy person really well. Like, almost (laughs) violently. Like, I almost felt bad for the other actors that he was playing. I'm like, this guy's, like, serious right now. He's intense. (laughs) But I think about who he is now. You know, Matthew McConaughey, he's renowned. My gosh, you know, everybody knows who he is. And I'm thinking about, this is early on in his life. He's really trying to make a name for himself. Like, this is some weird B movie that he got got into, right? Right, right. And he's seriously trying. He's giving it his all. And guess what? It somehow it worked because now he's freaking making. Really is talented. Absolutely. You know, and and thinking back, so I was I was thinking back to that trailer and just thinking back to Mm -hmm. horror movies and things that I enjoyed as a child. And I was telling some people at work about it, and someone asked me. They said, "What was your so? What was your favorite?" scary movie that you remember as a kid. And I had to think about it for oh, a yeah. while. I was like, I don't know, man. I said, it's kind of hard. There's a lot of, uh, you know, really good ones out there. But then I remembered one in particular mm-hmm. that we re- that I feel like you and I both really enjoyed. And you'll probably remember this one. It's called Dog Soldiers. Oh, yeah, yeah. So in, yeah, case anybody, so, so in case anybody's not familiar with the movie, it's actually this... So it deals with these, like, like British, Irish, I don't know, like, special forces guys. And they're out here in these woods doing, like, a training or whatever. They're out in the middle of nowhere going through this training course. Right. Well, somewhere along the way, like, they start getting attacked by something. So he, like, some, some, of their, some of their people end up getting hurt, you know, and there's, there's, they know they're, like, they're in trouble. So they start looking for help. And they come across this, like, giant house out in the middle of the woods. <laughs> right. And as like they, an abandoned as they, cabin. Right. Well, it's not It's not abandoned. They can tell it's inhabited. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Oh, that's basi- right, yeah. Basically, given the real brief, they find out this house is inhabited by people that are all werewolves. <laughs> and that the <laughs> right. things that have been attacking them are these werewolves. The people right. are, have changed, and they're out loose in the woods hunting. They're animals, yeah. And now they're, these soldiers are inside their house, right? Right. So this, this, so this crazy story unfolds where it's basically these special force soldiers fighting and holding up in this farmhouse against werewolves, giant oh, werewolves. It's great. It's and awesome. it's insane. It's insanity unfolds. <laughs> like it's incra- it's crazy. It's like a horror movie with like an action, like over the top right. action film. It's kind of like it's just the Predator. Great. Yeah. It's great. It's just, and I just remember that as a kid. Like I remember telling people, like, "Have you seen Dog Soldiers?" And like, yeah. "What?" And like, "You gotta watch it." It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. I've actually seen it in my adult life. It's still just as good. That's that's one of those films they need to revive. They're going to revive some stuff. Revive, like, you know, start, revive the dog soldiers. <laughs> That'd be great. I'd watch it. I'd, I'd Either give it a Either remake it or pick it up, you know, kind of like they did with the Halloween films. Yeah. The newer one is supposed to actually pick up from the original, supposedly, right? The right. The story's supposed to take An place alternate timeline. Maybe they could pick up dog soldiers. Somebody could do it. Tied into the original and make it a new one, do it just as hopefully. Hopefully, they would do it just as well. But you know how that can be kind of iffy mm-hmm. when people try to pick up a franchise. We learned that with Star Wars. <laughs> God, bl- what do you what do you always say? God bless Dave Filoni, huh? Yeah, <laughs> single handedly trying to save the entire franchise. So, do you remember a TV show? It was a kid show. Maybe I've talked about this before. Maybe I haven't. I don't know, but. It was called The Big Comfy Couch. On yeah. the big comfy couch. Yeah. Like things lived inside the couch. It was, it was this, it was a, I mean, like most kid shows were. <laughs> very bizarre. Like when you look yeah. at it now, I mean, I'm sure as a kid, he's like, oh my gosh, this is so neat. But you look back at it now, and you're like, this is horrifying. Whoa. What is going on? <laughs> so the main character was like this clown, or like yeah. a clown girl. Yeah, I remember that. And 
the whole show took place on her big, oversized, comfy couch. Yeah. And there was all these different activities and things she would do each show. Um, like I remember she could pull things out of the couch, like random objects she could pull out from in between. Right. It was like a magic couch. I remember Mm. there used to be these little characters. They were, they were called dust bunnies and they were like little (laughs) dust balls that lived underneath the couch. She could talk to them and they'd have their little adventures or whatever. Right. But there was this really weird sequence she would always do called like, it was like stretches or like the clock stretches or something. Oh yeah. And and then she would get on, like there was this circular, like you know, like a carpet, like a clock carpet. Right. She would lay in the center of it, and then she would use her legs and spread them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can look this up. She would spread them in a lot of different angles to basically play as the the hands of the clock and move around. What was the point of it? To teach time? I think it was supposed to, to maybe do a combination of that and, like, <laughs> kids stretching. Like, you can actually do stretches. <laughs> Ow! Was, yeah. <laughs> I do remember that bizarre show. And then I was—I was also thinking about. Do you remember a show called Lamb Chops? Yeah, I, I do remember that. It had like the puppets, and I Shelly. remember. <laughs> You're right, Charlie Horse. Charlie. That's right, I remember that. And you remember at the end of the song, it's like, "This is the song that never ends. <laughs> it just goes on and on, my friend." That was the worst part of the show. And it was, it was the end of finishing, and they would all, it's all little Muppets be singing the song that never ends. Goes on <laughs> the and on, my friends. Weren't they all like sock puppets? Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were like sock puppets. Lamb Chops, Charlie Horse. What were the other ones? There were maybe like one or two other ones. They didn't give her a, they didn't give her a big budget. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it was good. I like Lamb Chops. I also was thinking about a show. Do you remember a show called Caillou? Yeah, my little one watches it. It's Caillou. <laughs> That's right. So I remember watching. I remember now Caillou. I remember watching it when our sister was younger. She watched it a lot, but we yeah, watched it yeah, with yeah. her. I remember it be on summer break, and it would right. be one of the shows. It's on YouTube and Kids, and it was called Caillou. Yeah. And it was just like this. Like Caillou was this show about this little boy and basically his day to day little adventures or whatever. And I feel like he maybe had a cat or something that was always with him. Oh yeah. But his name was Caillou. And what was kind of peculiar about the character is that he was completely bald. Oh yeah. For yeah. for un for, for But he was like was, a young kid. It was never explained why he was bald, but he was just a <laughs> he was. He was just a bald headed right. little kid. But he wasn't like a baby. He was a grown up, you know Yeah. I don't know, he's like what, five or six maybe, probably. Maybe, I yeah. don't know. But anyways, so as I got older and I watch, you know, and I'd see the show come on, my assumption was I always thought, oh, that's kind of neat. Like they're putting a character. A lot of people maybe assume that he had cancer, or maybe he was going through chemo or something. No, <laughs> right. seriously, that was right. sort of the theory. It was, was that into... it was supposed to be that that was his uh-huh. character. There was fan theories. So about I got it. curious about it, and I wanted to know, like I wanted to understand. I need to, I need to understand Caillou. I need to understand this, Al. <laughs> So I looked it up to see if that was You're true. You're having thoughts like this. Like it's age? one thing to <laughs> think that, but it's another, you know, if that if that was the actual way they intended it to be. So I looked it up, and <laughs> it turns out that no, he, he is not meant to be. He was you no, know, he's not. He's not bald because he has cancer or anything or any kind right. of medical condition. Right, right. And they just said that. The creators said that they created him that way because it would be something unusual 
but it would also promote the idea that, hey, it's cool. To, it doesn't matter what you look like. You're you're okay and you're fun. Like, it's okay to be bald or whatever. Uh-huh. It's cool. Which I guess is noble, but I, I kind of was thinking, man, but it would kind of, it would make his character so much more interesting if he was this kid having these adventures, <laughs> and we get to watch him grow as he's fighting cancer the there whole time. There is. You, you would use it his... as a plot device. Good God. But I guess young kids maybe wouldn't really grasp that no. very well, or wouldn't really be important That'd to be them way in that over way. Their head. So Good maybe God. just showing a character that's different <laughs> would make them say, oh, "Okay, it's okay if you know if I look different." But I get it. But to me, I'm like, no, I'm like, you're like, put more story behind. I need more story arc to that's this just, character. That's just strange. You were having thoughts like that at that age. <laughs> I mean, by this point, I was a little bit older. Yeah. So her sister was pretty young, but we, I was a little bit older. But you were so, asking her questions. <laughs> yes, follow, I, I said what? Well, I, I said, Does he ever visit is... a doctor at any point? <laughs> no, I don't remember that. <laughs> I also remember a show called Theodore the Tugboat. Do you remember this? Mm. Yeah, it was um, was it a British show? <laughs> I don't know if it was British, mm. but it was essentially Thomas the Tank Engine, but boats. Instead, right, right, because they all had this kind of similar faces. They talked or whatever. They were these alive boats, right? Then they had these little adventures and mishaps and things in this, you know, out in the water. But I remember watching it. It was called Theodore the Tugboat. Theodore, he's a tugboat and a friendly <laughs> tugboat too. I do remember that. Oh my gosh. Wow. Ooh, that's weird. Theodore the Tugboat. I haven't thought about that. Like in a years. rip off of Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> but I actually really liked the Theodore show. Why is that? And you know what I always enjoyed about it? This is how my weird artist brain works. Mm-hmm. As I was watching it, I thought, somebody's in a studio, and they have all these little, like, characters. And this, this what we're watching, the scenery is like, they, they probably have, like, a real little tank or whatever that they have all this <laughs> stuff in. I'm like, that's kind of cool. Like, you think about it as a kid, you're like, I'd love like to work there. Because I want to control the little boats and have them moving around <laughs> in the cool little areas in the water and having their little stories unfold right, right. and stuff. Like, I don't know. That was the way I was observing things at that age, thinking about right. it. Because I understood. Like, oh, I know it's not real. So, I mean, I understood <laughs> in the sense that, like, it's in a studio. Somebody's created these little characters and they're moving them around uh, and videotaping. The magic I got was it. already ruined. But I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it nonetheless, right? right. Theodore. Theodore the tugboat. And Thomas the Tank Engine, naming objects. Then they made things like cars. Oh, yeah. Hey, I remember, speaking of naming objects, mm-hmm. coming to life in childhood memories, The Little Toaster. Oh, yeah, that was a weird movie. The Little Toaster classic, though. I, I loved that movie. I thought it was kind of strange. Something is a bubbling in the brew. Do the fruit, eh? Do the fruit, eh? I remember, I got to this day. I'm gonna, I'm going on 31 years old. Yeah, I still remember that. I still remember things like that. That's how impressionable it was in my mind. I remember we watched that movie over and over again. That, yeah. that was one of those movies, like when a kid. Sometimes you have like those movies you watch over and over again all the time. Right. Um, our sister loved watching like Grease. She watched that all the time. Remember that? Shoot. And High School Musical, when that became a big thing. Oh my oh, gosh. Yeah. So random. Oh my gosh! Please. Together. Together, but anyways, that was intense. So the little toaster was one of ours when we were younger. We loved watching the little toaster. Yeah, and it was a good film even to this day. It was, it's a great film to watch. I just remember being terrified in that scene when they're having like the nightmare and 
there's that big clown that's dressed up like the fireman. Remember that? Oh yeah. And he gets like really close down to him, and he's got this big, you know, big grin, <laughs> right looking teeth, and he's like, "Run!" <laughs> Seriously, that's what he says. Run! And like they just all the little, you know, oh, toaster and his friends start running, trying to get away from this killer clown. I'm like. As a kid, I'm terrified. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> that is that is freaky. It's a kid's movie. Ooh, yeah. Run. I don't remember a lot yeah. about it. I just don't, I have an uneasy feeling when I think about it. <laughs> but what's so bizarre was it made me start Ooh. believing that like inanimate objects had feelings. <laughs> like I didn't want. So so when you know it came time to clean out the closet or something, you mm. had to get rid of your broken toys. You're like, oh no, but they have feelings. Oh, Toy Story contributed to that too, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Right. <laughs> Your toys have feelings. They're alive and objects. I guess that's man's way of trying to brainstorm me into believing that material things are important. Mm. You, you, you get deep on that one. You could take it that way, I guess. Don't get me wrong. I like my amenities. I like my comforts. I'm well, not sure. gonna lie. Right. I like my Xbox. <laughs> I like my air conditioning. Yeah. <laughs> Your AC's I get awesome. It. I get it. I'll participate. <laughs> <laughs> I'll participate. I'll go work my job, make you know, pay my taxes. I'll do it. But, you know, I don't um it's not extremely important to me. I'm more interested in spending my money and energy and time in experience. Experiences. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. I just feel like there's more value to that than there is material stuff, you know? Experience. And everybody likes nice things, but mm-hmm. it's not in the end what is it it's all? It's not what mean? I'm living for, right? Right. You know, I want to live. I want to want to experience. I want to experience the world. And there's a lot to experience. Good and bad. Well, Chris, it's always been a good time. Absolutely, man. Hey, if you enjoyed the episode, feel free to subscribe and join us for another happy hour. We'll catch up with you next week. Stay true, stay real, stay righteous.